It's Monday, January 24th, 2022. And in today's episode, come on, man, you know what we're going to talk about. It's the divisional round. We're going to talk about Joe Burrow, my quarterback. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. We're going to talk about that slick dog, Matthew Stafford. And obviously, we're going to talk about probably the best football game in the last 50 years of the NFL, the Buffalo Bills losing to the Kansas City Chiefs. This is Monday Morning Football with the Guru. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Man, we got to talk about, we're going to open this show. It's a sad show for me. It's a sad and it's a good show. It's like, you know when you taste like sweet and sour? It's like, it's sweet and it's sour. So it's, it's one of them tingy so. So I'm going to get to the sad part, the sour part out the way. And then I'm going to talk about the sweet part out the way. So first sour part we're going to talk about is the Los Angeles Rams taking on the GOAT. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This one right here, I'm not going to talk much about the GOAT because we all know what the GOAT is. We all know what the GOAT has done. So I'm not going to even talk much about the GOAT because the GOAT did the GOATish thing. The GOAT did GOAT things, like, uh, like always. But you know what? As a man that's always been hard on Matthew Stafford, it's time when Matthew Stafford stepped up, you know, I'm going to give him his props. I'm very subjective. I'm very objective. I am Mr. Tib. Anything that has a T-I-V-E, that is I am. You describe me with a T-I-V-E. So basically what I'm saying here is this was a great investment. And the Los Angeles Rams are getting the ROI on Matthew Stafford. That throw Matthew Stafford made in that tight situation in the fourth quarter. Because I don't even care about what happened throughout the game. Because in a situation like this in football, when you play a big-time football game, when you're in a big-time football, when I mean the championship games, divisional games against big-time opponents, you're going to make big-time play. You got to make that one big-time play. Previous to that, we saw Tom Brady throw that big-time play to Mike Evans. That was a big-time play. That was a big boy quarterback play right there. Matthew Stafford, for the first time I've seen in his career, he made a big boy quarterback play, man. I was like, oh my God. First of all, the aggressiveness of Sean McVay and the Los Angeles Rams. And the only reason they have that aggression, I believe, was because of Matthew Stafford. If this was um, um, Jared Goff, I do not believe the, um, um, the, the Rams would have been as aggressive. I literally seen them play for overtime, honestly. Because of the situation. And this is why they got a guy like Matthew Stafford. They brought him. He's a big-arm quarterback. Even though he has not made big-arm plays in his career. Yes, he might be because he's in Detroit. You all know the rhetoric. You all know the rhetoric, man. But you know what? Bruh. What Matthew Stafford did in a high-pressure situation after the GOAT just did a GOAT things by tying the game up. The GOAT did GOAT as shit. 
And then Matthew Stafford, you know, I'm like, he's going to crunch up. I'm just, I was waiting for Matthew Stafford to do Matthew Stafford shit. But my old golly, man, and probably the biggest throw of his NFL career, the biggest throw of his football career, Matthew Stafford threw a bomb. Not only was he a beautiful bomb, incomplete, I was like, wow, what a great completion, bro. And man, I sat back there, I was like, you know what? That's what you call a big league quarterback throw right there, bro. I know. I'm saying I'm a football guy. I, you all my be like, oh, good. You pick and choose. You got, no, it's not like who I like. I'm a film guy. You all know I don't care about stats. I don't even know about what, what your numbers he threw. I don't care about stats. Man. I'm a film guy, bro. I'm a film guy. And that film shows. And that throw right there, oh, my goodness. That was a big boy throw. That's what you call return on your investment. They invested in Matthew Stafford. They sold the whole house to make a big boy quarterback throw, bro. Against a, against the GOAT. And Matthew Stafford made a big boy quarterback throw in a high tense situation against the GOAT on the road with everybody and their mama looking at him and expecting him to fail. My gosh, bro. I give you pause, homeboy. I give it to you, Matthew Stafford. I ain't a fan. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted like Tupac said. Don't get it twisted. But you know what, bro? For that one, was it Sunday? Matthew Stafford, you were the best quarterback on the field. I'm like, emo I got emotional roller coaster, man. I got emotional roller coaster today because I just saw the best football game, I believe, that's not including the Super Bowl I ever seen in my life. In fact, I don't even know if it's... It, it, Take away the, the Super Bowl, whatever, dude. That was probably the best football game I've ever seen, man. Oh, my Josh. I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, my Josh. That's what I have to say. Oh, man, I, this is right here, man. This one, you guys know how I feel about Josh. You all know how I, I, I feel. I don't, I don't believe in Josh Highland. You all know that. But you know what? The guru, like I said before in 2022, the more data you collect, the better decisions you make. So I've collected enough data now for me to make a clear-headed decision on, on JA. You know what I mean? This was a hell... I mean, I'm talking about this was one of the best game I've ever seen. Y'all might be young. Y'all kids might be young, man. It's like, you all might have to YouTube this shit, man. There was a commercial. There was a McDonald's commercial a while back and where it was Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, man. And the commercial was like, everybody was topping each other. They were playing horses, something like, you could do this, I could do that. Basically, and then Mike and Larry Bird was shooting outside the building and making him some crazy shit. And when I saw Pat Mahomes and Mug and, and Josh Allen, man, bruh, this was an impressive battle, man. I mean, they were going back and forth. Mahomes do Mahomes shit. And then Josh Allen do Josh Allen shit. And I'm just sitting back like, oh my Josh, this is the best game I've ever freaking seen. Like, for real, bruh. Like, okay, let me take that back. All right, all right. It's the best game I've seen probably in the last year or two. Okay, I know, I know. But Jesus, Jesus, man, like, I, hey, don't I got to say this for me to get to my take and my point, what I basically did all about Omar Josh for is this right here is one of them lost that I don't think you could come back from. What I mean, this is one of those emotional situations that scarred you. 
We all as human beings, y'all listening as human beings, we all have some type of situation that give us PTSD. It could have been an accident. It could have been an argument. It could have been a relationship. There's something that affect, that we see that affects us and triggers us and give us PTSD and in a negative way. And this game right here, man, I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills played the best they could ever play in the world, bro. They could ever play. Josh, and this team was assembled for right now. And they did everything they could and still could not beat their old nemesis. I mean, this one right here hurt so much, bro. I don't see them coming back from this one the same, man. This was such an emotional liability. This was such an emotional crush for them that, oh, my goodness, bro. Oh, my goodness. This kind of reminds me of when the Seahawks and that whole Marshawn Lynch and he threw the ball instead of running the ball situation when you're like, uh-oh, this is not going to be the same, bro. It's never going to be the same. I'm talking about this type of team, these players. It's never going to be the same, man. And I'm just looking back, and I know everybody in Buffalo are going to be like, Leslie Frazier, oh, my God, I already know. I could just see the world right now. Leslie Frazier got to go. Oh, whoa, leave him in, in freaking um, whatever hell it played in Kansas City. I already know what the Bills Mafia are going to say, man. I know Leslie Frazier is going to take a whole bunch of heat for this because of the 13 seconds. Yes, 13 seconds, man. I'm telling you, even a virgin will last longer than 13 seconds, dog. And the Bills could not hold the, hold the Kansas City Chiefs for 13 seconds, dog. Dog, my first time, I lasted about 37 seconds, man. Trust me, I lasted. I was counting in my head, man. And the Bills couldn't even last. To hold the damn Kansas City Chiefs from getting the field goal range and only had 13 seconds, bro. This one, this one hurts, dog. For the rest of Josh Allen's career, he's going to ever hit 13 seconds, man. His nemesis, Patrick Mahomes, man. He only needed 13 seconds to bust his ass, dog. You only need 13 seconds, bro. How you going to come back from that, man? How you going to come back to that? Dog, like I told you all once before, man. I came and took me 37 seconds. My first time to bust in the 37 seconds. 37. And the Bills only need to hold them for fucking 13 seconds, bro. Mm, 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 mm. That's crazy, man. It takes me 13 seconds just to take my pants down, dog. What the hell? What in God green earth? Oh, man. That one right there is what you call a quickie. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to take a quick break, man. Because I got to... Hey, I hope this is longer than 60 seconds. I only need 37 seconds, baby. Don't give me no time to take a break, wash my hands, and come back to do the next segment, baby. <laughs> this is Monday Morning Football with the guru yes sir yes sir yes sir it's the g to the u to the r to the u yes sir yes sir yes sir it's the g to the u to the r to the u 
Hey, y'all know when I get like this, when I get all giddy and stuff and I'll do my dancing mode, y'all know what that means. Y'all know who I'm finna talk about. Y'all know who I'm finna talk about. I'm finna talk about my quarterback. Y'all know how it is when, you're, when, you, when you have that feeling. When you have that feeling, that emotional feeling. So when you think about that person, you just like, yeah, buddy. Guess what? We about to talk about the Bengals and the damn Titans. And we gonna talk about my quarterback. But I ain't gonna talk about my quarterback in Joe Burrow. I'm gonna talk about my other quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. And this was a Titanic failure. Titanic failure by the Titans. The whole entire Titans except the defensive line. I'm talking to everyone here except whoever played for the defensive line. I'm talking about Jeffrey Simmons, please. I ain't talking about you, dog. Do not, Danico Archie, I ain't talking about you, dog. Harold Landry, I ain't talking about you. Bud Dupuy, I ain't talking about y'all, man. Y'all did what y'all supposed to do and more, man. This have nothing to do with y'all, bro. This have nothing to do with y'all, man. But you know what I'm talking to, man? I'm talking to my quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, man. I'm talking about Ryan Tannehill is in a situation after that debacle. After that debacle performance, the Titans got to do a situation. in a situation. I mean, the Titans are stuck in that, in, in that mediocrity, just stuck in that boom. They got to make a big boy move, man. I know they're in the South. I know they're in Nashville. I know they're conservative. I know all of that, bro. They're a very conservative organization. But if they think about it, they want to win the ship. I'm talking about if they want to win what they want to win, bro, you can't be conservative. They've always been conservative from the Eddie George days. This has been a conservative organization. And right now, bro, y'all got to get a level up, man. Because you have a guy like a Joe Burrow, a second-year guy. The guy played less than 25 games in his career, man. Coming to your house, Ryan Tanner, what, eight years in the league, number one seed, and you lose to a young buck, bro. That don't supposed to happen, homie. That don't supposed to happen, man. There's a situation like that, bro. You can't be the number one seed, homie. Number one seed, have a young buck, a young coach that has never been in the playoff. After y'all been through the playoff ropes, man, have everything going for you, and you had a performance like that, bro, you got to go, homie. You got to go. Ain't no We see what you are. You've maximized, man. This team can't go any further with Ryan Tannehill. I've said it before, and I'm going to finish say it again. And I keep saying it, man, till somebody hear me. Because y'all, when I said it weeks ago, y'all like, oh, guru, why are you so hard on Tannehill? Nah, bruh. It ain't no hard, man. Look at, look at this. Is, it's easy to see. He went against a kid that's not even played 27 total game in the NFL, bruh. This kid came out there in his house. This kid got destroyed, man. Nine sacks. I'm looking at this like, bruh, you guys allergic to blocking? Are you guys allergic to pass protection? Like, what, what is this? Are you guys a freak? What, what are you? What, what are you guys a, a Trojan condoms? Just you guys just gonna bust? That's it. When I say hike, you bust. That's crazy, bro. Ryan Tannehill, man, I can't believe this was a debacle. This one hurts so much. This one right here hurts so much to the Tennessee Titans. This one, this guy, this and the Bills, the Tennessee Titans and the Buffalo Bills will never be the same, bro. 
They will never be the same because this was an emotional game. This They put in so much in this game. And the way they lost was so ugly, was so emotionally heart-wrenching. I don't see this team coming back and looking the same for years, bro. I'm dead ass, man. I am dead ass serious about the Tennessee Titans. If Ryan Tannehill is still the starting quarterback in Tennessee next year, the Tennessee Titans will be in the same result. If Ryan Tannehill is the starting quarterback, we all know it. I'm not know. I know I'm the guru, but I don't need you. Don't you don't need to be the guru to know that. You and I don't need to be the guru to know if Ryan Tannehill is the starting quarterback. For the Tennessee Titans next year. I don't give a damn if they get a rookie. I don't care as long as they got somebody else. The Tennessee Titans will always be one of those teams that's going to be looking at what it could be. That's all. That's all, man. That junk hurt me, man. I ain't going to lie to you, man. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I was all about Titans. I know I love Joe B. I know I love Joe B, man. And, and but this one hurt me, man. I was like, man, Joe B. Young, we could get. I worry about Joe B. Next year and all that, but that one hurt me, man. And another note, that young kicker, man, that boy over there, man, that kicker they have over there, man. Oh, Evan McPherson, man, whatever his name is. I don't care, you're a kicker, Evan. You got to do another kick like that for me to, you know, keep knowing your name, though. You ain't no Justin Tucker, you know what I'm saying? You ain't no Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah, man, the guru knows kickers, man. So, Evan, whatever your name is, hey, that's a good start in your career. I'm peeping you, man. Right now, I don't need to know your last name, man. You ain't making it to that level for me to know your last name yet. Right now, you just Evan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thank Evan for getting the Cincinnati Bengals to the AFC Championship game. You know what I'm saying? You do something next week. Guess what? I might know your name, Evan McPherson or something. I might give you a shout-out. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait for next week. That's why I, fo I focus more this week on Ryan Tanny's shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I know next week I got my boy. I got my quarterback to talk about because he made it. You know what I'm saying? He made it. My quarterback. My, my guy. My guy. My guy. Joe Burrows. That's my guy. Yeah, y'all see the little hearts. When I talk about this, and if you when the way you edit this video, you better put some hearts when I talk about Joe Burrow. You better be like glossary, because that's my guy. I'm talking to another guy from another guy that I, the guru loves and glossy eyes. I gotta go to the glossiest eyes of all quarterback. Man, we gotta talk about the guy that just have that that dreamy eyes that everybody wants. That when you look at, you get mesmerized, man. We're going to talk about Jimmy Good-looking and the Green Bay Packers losing to the San Francisco 49ers. That's what we're going to talk about. I'm so excited. They're like, Guru, man, you over there talking about guys, yeah, Joe Burrow, quarterbacks, uh, uh, J Jimmy Good-looking. Yeah, man, because when you win, this is what you do, and you get talked about. You get talked about. When you lose, you don't get talked about. You hear me ever talk about Dak Prescott? No, I don't talk about Dak Prescott. No, I do not. Why should I? I do not need exactly. I talk about winners and Jimmy Goodlooking. 
Jimmy, good looking, man. I keep saying this over and over, man. The most disrespected quarterback in the league, man. I'm tired of y'all doing this to my man because y'all hate him. It's like, I, you know why You know why me and Jimmy G, could, 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 you know, I, we could understand each other? Because people hate us because of our good looks all the damn time, dog. All the time. You know how much I get hated because I'm bald-headed, dog? You know how I many people want to be bald-headed like me? You know how I many people want to be dark and bald-headed like the guru? Just like that dreamy, look, look at my dreamy eyes, man. That little slick, slit slanted eyes that I got. Yeah, I know Jimmy G. one. And guess what? And I love porn stars too. Oh, yes. Me and Jimmy G, dog. Because we good looking. And we're good at what we do. And you know what's importantly? We're just the guy's guys, man. Jimmy G's a guy's guy, man. And y'all got to stop and all this nonsense. The only thing Jimmy G does is win. Check the records. Y'all are analytical stats, guys. Look at Jimmy G's playoff winning percentage. It's better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy y'all talk about. Yeah, that guy. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to get to him. Right now, I got to talk about Jimmy good looking, man. Because like I said every week, man. This guy wins in the football field. You know what I'm saying? He wins in the bedroom. He wins everywhere he goes, man. He wins so much that even his, um, his team, the 49ers, don't even want him. Because he wins too much, dog. It's like, what the fuck? Hey, man, DJ Khaled, all they do is win, 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 dog, no matter what. I'm telling y'all, man. Y'all better stop disrespecting Jimmy G, man. Jimmy G has had one playoff loss in his damn career, dog. One, and that was in the Super Bowl, man. Y'all better check that man's resume. I know y'all hating because he's Jimmy good looking. I got your back, Jimmy G. So, you know, I did all that so I could get to this. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting to talk about Aaron Rodgers. I've been waiting for this, man. And you know what? And, I, and I'm not going to go with what y'all expect me to do and just kill him. No, I'm not. I'm going to go in a different angle because I've been suspecting this for so long. And I've been knowing this. And I've been trying to explain this to y'all Aaron Rodgers lovers forever. First of all, I... That Super Bowl, that lone Super Bowl he won. Like, I've been saying this from the get. I don't say Aaron Rodgers did not win that Super Bowl. You know who won that Super Bowl? Charles Woodson. I've been telling y'all for years. The reason why I tell y'all Charles Woodson won that Super Bowl. Look at the Green Bay Packers. What is lacking since that time? Since Charles Woodson left that team, dog. They're lacking that dog leadership. I'm talking about that leader. I'm talking about, I'm going to tell you what it is, leadership. The Green Bay Packers, they're a bunch of private school kids, man. They ain't never had that dog, man. Aaron Rodgers is not a leader. He could play how he wanted to play because Charles Woodson was handling his business, dog. You need that dog mentality in your locker room, not that private school shit. Aaron Rodgers ain't no leader. And I'm telling you, as much as I rag on Aaron Rodgers, bro, the biggest mistake in that locker room, bro, is leadership. And I can't put it on Aaron Rodgers because we all know he's not a leader. 
That's why the Green Bay Packers when they get punched in the face. What do you see? They back down, bro. You all remember the Green Bay Packers with damn Charles Woodson, bro? You know how emotional that team was? Bro, you remember the emotional locker room speech he did in the Super Bowl? Bro, the Green Bay Packers don't have that type of personnel in that locker room. They, since they lost Charles Woodson, that team has never been the same. They became a finesse team. They became Aaron Rodgers-led personality team. That team with Aaron Rodgers, that Super Bowl, that was not an Aaron Rodgers personality team. I hope y'all know football and know that. That was a Charles Woodson personality-led team. That was a defensive personality-led team. Aaron got the credit because he's the quarterback. Yes, deservingly so. But when they took away Clay Matthews, when they took away um, freaking um, Charles Woodson, they're one of the greatest leaders in the history of football. We all know what Charles Woodson is. He's a winner. You know why Charles Woodson is a winner? Because he's a great leader. Because wherever Charles Woodson went, he won. We know that. We have receipts. We have receipts. But wherever, when Charles Woodson left, bro, that lack of that physical leadership, that emotional leadership, that dog leadership is the reason why the Green Bay Packers have always been a spoiled cheese. It's the reason why we always say, mm, you guys don't smell right. You guys don't smell. You know why? Because they speak perfectly. You know what I'm saying? They speak. We need some rebels on your team, bro. They're the most. They're like the private school team. Look at all the private school teams, man. Look at all of them. You know what I'm saying? You look at the freaking rave, Las Vegas Raiders. They got alcoholics everywhere, convicts. Their asses make the damn playoff, man. Their asses make the playoff. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers got guys that's stripping in the middle of the game and walking off, man. Those are the type of guys you need on your team, man. I'm telling you, bro. The Indianapolis coach, y'all want to get private school kids? <laughs> Look at the 49ers. Then when they got Trent Williams, Trent Williams is a dog. They got Debo Samuels because they know Jimmy G is not that type of leader. He's not that type. You bring in Trent Williams and Debo Samuels. Now you got dogs, homie. You got dogs, homie. And Fari Green Bay Packers. And I'm sorry, and, 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 and Aaron Rodgers. Brian Gutekinds failed you in bringing you dogs. He thought Zadarius Smith is that dog. No, Zadarius Smith is a great private school kid. He said, great, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Private school kids from Notre Dame getting this, get drafted too. You know what I'm saying? It's like a high school, private school kid. Yeah, that one black kid I went to a private school. That's Yeah, that was him. He's good. But I want that kid from the inner city, man. That kid from a single family household. That kid that went through emotional gutter. Because that's what you need to go through the, gut, the gutter days of playing for a championship, man. That's what you need. And we all know the Chiefs got that. They got a Tyrone Matthews. They got a freaking Frank Clark. They got dogs. The Green Bay Packers, all that middle America, nice guy, nice shit. You know what? The nice guy, nice shit gets you finishing last. You all heard the saying, nice guy, finish last. Aggressive, finish first. <sighs> See, I told you all I ain't going to kill Rodgers like that, man. I'm even not going to blame him. I can't even, I don't even want to blame him because I saw this 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. And I've been saying this amongst my groups. I'm like, bro, Charles Woodson, man. Charles Woodson, man. Oh, Aaron Rodgers won force MVP. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm like, y'all don't get it, bro. You need leaders. You need a Ray Lewis in that locker room, bro. You need a Akeem Talib for the Denver Broncos. It wasn't Pitt Manning old ass. You need those type of dogs, man. Man, Akeem was freaking fighting dudes. He was punching dudes on the field, bro. We saw the melee. Those are the type of character you need to win a Super Bowl. This ain't no high school. You ain't trying to win a private school championship, homie. You want to win a Super Bowl, man. You can't have a team to win a Super Bowl that have no, no, let me just put it like this. No guys that has checkered record. You know what I'm saying? That's strictly clean shit. Can't take that shit to Indianapolis. That's why they got carcerans. And look what the hell's happening to the Colts, man. That's strictly clean shit. I ain't saying go get convicts now. I ain't saying go get that. But y'all, y'all know what I mean, man. If you know this game, and if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about. The Green Bay Packers have been lacking an ultimate dog since Charles Woodson, man. They've been lacking an ultimate dog. Devontae, no, they got finesse cute guys, man. That shit is cute, bro. Ooh, look at me, I'm a basketball player like Odell. Uh, Odell ain't no, that's a basketball shit. That shit is cute. Yeah, whatever. It's cute. Everybody likes cute. You know what I'm saying? But that down and dirty to win a championship? Mm-mm. Cute don't work, homie. Cute don't work. And that's what's been the problem with the Green Bay Packers. And that's what Gutigan's got to change. got to get. You know what I mean? Freaking even the big running back that guy. He from Boston College. That's a private school, dog. He's like, he's a big private school big. I want me a LeGarrette Blunt big guy. You see the difference? See the difference? LeGarrette Blunt big guy. That's not a different type. A mug that will steal you in the face. And guess what LeGarrette Blunt did? He got championship. That's what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm, that's all I'm saying. If Green Bay Packers, Gutigans, I ain't saying go get dogs and gangsters, but I'm saying you need at least one thug and one gangster to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. <laughs> in that note, this has been the super, super, super excited divisional Monday night football episode, Monday morning football episode. I'm the G to the U to the R to the U. Like this, love this, share this, and I am out. G to the U to the R to the U.